is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Oh, my goodness, T, it is so good to be back. As you see, I may have got a little bit of a tan on my face. You probably can't tell because of the lighting, but, you know, it's good to be back in the, in, in the, in the saddle right here on ATL Day Ones. And, and also, guys, we want to thank you all for rocking with us last week. While I was out, you know, I knew you all weren't going to go anywhere anyway because y'all like looking at Tanisha better than y'all look at looking at me anyway. Oh, I've come to that conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for making ATL Day 1 your first listen of the day. And remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review because that's just how we are and who we are. We are five stars in your eyes and yeah. our mother's eyes as well. Let's <laughs> see, <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff on board for today. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, they lose a series against the Dodgers. It was a lot going on. Freddie crying. He kind of got his World Series ring. He cried again. It, it was just a lot, just so emotional uh, when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. But um, they were able to keep a winning record mm -hmm. you know, uh, over the weekend. And also... The Atlanta Hawks, it seems like D-Day is coming at towards the end of the week when the, the basketball season starts on Thursday. You know, yes. free agency begins, a lot of conversations going on. We're going to get into all of that. And then lastly, and for the culture, uh, we're going to talk about the origin of for the culture. And we're going to get into this, all these conversations about Steph Curry and what he is and what he isn't. We're going to put all that to bed. But before we get to all of that, we got to talk about the 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 Atlanta Braves and and they lose to the Dodgers five to three and it just seems like in this game T it was just a lot of missed opportunities for the Atlanta Braves when it comes to potentially winning this series and, and yeah. kind of moving on and sending Freddie Freeman back on his way yeah I think when you have a two nothing lead and Spencer Strider gives you all that he can I mean Spencer Strider was literally there for six innings, no runs, no walks, literally erased what we saw in his last outing where he gave up six runs, right? And he he was able to really show command and show how he's expanding that arsenal, right? One of his right. pitches, 100 miles per hour, and he literally struck out Freddie Freeman, and Freddie Freeman did not know what hit him. And it looked like everything was going well enough for the Braves to be able to win a low-scoring game. But... When your middle relief comes in and does what your middle relief did last night, that's when you start to get a little bit squeamish. And then, and don't get me wrong, it's ups and downs. So Kenley Jansen can give you most nights a masterful close in the night, right? right? He, he can give you the save that you need. Last night wasn't that night. So the Dodgers get it to extras, and then the Dodgers rattle off three runs. Right. Once they're able to tie things up to send it to extras, they rattle off three runs. The Braves get virtually nothing except one run in that offense. And that's the thing that was kind of disappointing. It was an, a missed opportunity where your pitcher, your starting pitcher, gave you every opportunity to win the game, but you didn't give him what he need in terms of run production to be able to walk away with the win. And, and you know, and that's and that's the thing because that's like you said, though that there comes in the, therein lies the, you know, missed opportunity piece, mm -hmm. right? Because there is a 
You know, if you, if Matt Olson has just maybe a, a half an inch more yes. Burt, you yes. know, the game is over and the Braves win the thing and, and, and he gets the save and, and they mm -hmm. kind of move on. Like you said, and, you know, getting that win and be able to gain a, another game um, on, on, on the New York Mets and in, in the National League East division. Yes. So that's that's the thing that, you know, there that you know that really matters the most i mean i understand the whole freddie freeman piece and how you know that's that's what they're supposed to do but there you have to look at the you have to look at the situation for what it yes. is right like they missed an opportunity to get closer to the mets and the closer they get to the mets we know that the more than likely the met are going to met but but t i want you to tell them about a little situation what we got going on bet online before we get into why the Braves may be in good shape as they get ready to take on the Phillies. As yes, indeed, because all is not lost just because they lost that last game in the homestand to the Dodgers. There's still a lot of positive things coming out of Braves country and a lot of positive things for those of you who want to check out betonline.net. You know why? Because it is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. So you can find out the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including if you didn't already know what was going down, what was going down for the Stanley Cup final. Although I was sad that the Avs won, but hey, kudos to those who bet on the Avs to win. And of course, Major League Baseball as well. It's sports wagering info. If you're really just getting into it, it's a great resource for getting you acclimated to it. Live betting, esports, scores. And it really remains that best spot for sports scores podcasts and news this season fast and easy just check out that website today on your mobile device to learn more about the trends again that is betonline.net that jarvis is where the game really starts no doubt make sure you go and check out bet online because like you said the braves are going against the phillies and they might you know they don't have bryce harper so you might want to put a little change on bet online and t and i think that you know the braves are in some good shape because you know charlie morton will be on the mound and, and i think that that is something that you know is going to be something to be looking forward to because you know ronald the, the braves have the day off mm -hmm. ronald acuna got injured on saturday he came into the locker room on a little a little medical stroller so to speak mm -hmm. and people were kind of looking at let him crazy but i think that you know it was more so just from a preventative maintenance type thing because he said yeah. it was it was feeling a little sore so i think that if they can somehow get ronald acuna back you know he only be out a couple of days and, and right. you know and, and kind of stretch him out a little bit maybe he can dh not necessarily mm -hmm. play in the field uh, yeah. i think the Braves can get back on track and, and do what they're supposed to do against the phillies but if he can't if he can't go at the plate. One thing I do like, especially in the Giants series, was Dansby Swanson in the leadoff position. So yeah. that was kind of a pleasant surprise for us, right? Just to be able to say if for some reason Ronald Acuna Jr. can't go or if he has the day off and we move Dansby Swanson from the two hole to the leadoff spot, he had a leadoff home run in one of those Giants games. And he didn't have such a great leadoff record against the Dodgers, but that's okay because, again, I like what we saw with him in that Giants series, and I think you made a good point as well earlier. It's not just about what we saw in one game or two games against the Giants or the Dodgers. It's really what we saw across that seven-game stretch that told you this is a barometer, right? These are two right. teams that are battling amongst themselves in the NL West, <laughs> but one of each – so any one of those teams – could be the one, either of those teams could be the one that the Braves face in the postseason. So I thought that the Braves walked away 
four and three, you would have preferred five and two because that probably would have meant they won both series, right? But right. still four and three, a winning record as you get set to go on the road. And then you have another test of the Phillies. Like you said, they're down a man uh, and Bryce Harper. And that's not just any man. They're, they're down a, a guy. And we know here in Braves country what it looks like when you're down someone in the rotation. Another good thing, a couple of good things that happened for the Braves as well, maybe not an immediate dividend paid, but kind of looking on the other side of All-Star maybe is the progress that Tyler Matic is making. Yes. The fact yes. That he's thrown a couple times. He, he, of course, is down in Augusta um, at single A. So coming along slowly. And Eddie Rosario with a couple good games in AAA Gwinnett these past few nights. So he's coming along. And those are things that are encouraging. A couple take your time, Eddie. What'd you say? I said, take See? your time, Eddie. See? <laughs> <laughs> Slow roll it, baby. You know, just take your time, my brother. <laughs> I joke, I, I joke all the time. But hey, you look for any silver lining there as players make their way back to give the Braves more resources and hopefully get back to the point of being and having an embarrassment of riches at just about every position. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and I think that, you know, it's, it's as they get more healthy, I, I think that the Braves are going to be in good shape. I'm not concerned about them losing the series against the Dodgers. I'm not going to lose my, my shorts for that one. But the one thing I might lose my shorts for is this doggone list. You know, the, we are in the season <laughs> of list. And, <laughs> and we know how, how that is. You know, one of our colleagues, Randy and Michael, hates them. You know, but, you know, it's kind of cool to talk about. So we're going to talk about it. So A.J. Terrell, we all know how he, that, that, that sophomore leap he made and mm -hmm. because he made an amazing jump last year. And, and I think that, you know, when he was targeted – like it was nothing like no yeah. people understand what it was when he was targeted because you know there was some some issues on the other side that <laughs> made teams like yeah we're gonna go over here we'll yeah. leave you alone yeah. and you know i and and i and i understand that you have to put some type of context with that when mm -hmm. you're talking about grading cornerbacks out but i think this yeah. might have been a little bit too low cbs sports put out a list to aj terrell the ninth yeah. best cornerback in the league I don't know about you, but going through that list, yeah. I, I saw a name that kind of popped out that I would could make a very good case for and mm -hmm. for swapping them out, and that's Trayvon Diggs. Because Trayvon Diggs, yes. now don't get me wrong, right. the numbers, the picks, and all that stuff, you know, I get it. The 12, 21 PBUs, the 11 picks, I get it, but – a lot of that stuff was he, he's a, he's more of a gambler and not yes. necessarily a coverage guy. AJ right. Terrell is a coverage guy, and it's hard yeah. to kind of grade that out. Mm -hmm. Man, look from an eyeball standpoint, you know that's why people go to the numbers when it comes to cornerbacks sometimes. So yeah. I think if we, if I'm talking about replacing somebody, I'm at mm -hmm. least putting them at I'm swapping him out with Trayvon Diggs at five. What about Same. you? Same because when I looked at that list, Jarvis, you know my first. At first, I felt some type of way because I was like, what is this notion? Yeah. Because like, when we on, look at pro football focus, they even tweeted out, so we still under, you know, we're still underrating AJ Terrell, are we? That was exactly. a tweet from pro football focus today. And I I couldn't, couldn't agree with them more because mm -hmm. I still felt like even though the numbers may not have matched up for AJ, I felt like nine was just low. Now, look, yes, I'm right. looking at, you know, players like Tredavious White that's just ahead of him. Okay, I'm going to give you that, yeah, right? I respect now, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you any more. I'm gonna give you Denzel Ward, okay? I got no problem. And even players that are ranked uh, above 
um, digs. I'll give you J.C. Jackson, Xavier mm-hmm. Howard, and look, nobody's arguing with Jalen Ramsey. It's just no, the truth no, of the no, matter. However, I agree with you wholeheartedly. When I look at the numbers, and look, Jarvis, you could do apples to oranges if you know want you want to, or you could do apples to apples with AJ. You know, like you said, three interceptions, sixteen PBUs, a forced fumble, a sack, and eighty-one combined tackles. You look at Trayvon. All right, eleven interceptions, two defended touchdowns, twenty-one PBUs. Blah blah blah. But I think the bottom line is this: whether he is playing right near the line of scrimmage, as does AJ Terrell, or whether he is playing down the field in coverage. That's the key word, coverage. You're always yeah. concerned about where he is, no matter whether it is your short passing game or your long passing game. Whereas everybody knows that they figured out how to get Travion Diggs. Because like you said, he is a gambler far more than he is a coverage guy. And I do think that that matters because to me, that tells me Terrell, the game slowed down tremendously for him, and he's starting to be able to read the offenses to know where that ball is going and to anticipate things. I just don't see that same level of play from someone like Diggs, and not to call him out, but to call him out, because I just didn't see anyone else on the list that made me scratch my head, but that one, oh, that one was a head scratcher. No doubt about it, and you know, it's a a thing where I think this year you may say see those numbers for AJ Terrell from an interception standpoint jump a little bit because you have somebody who's much better on the opposite side of the field because yes. it's like okay we got to go somewhere you know what I mean and I think that right. AJ Terrell will be able to take advantage of some of those opportunities he's going to get because I I, I wholeheartedly believe that this Falcons defense will be better um, under DMPs in in this year because I think that he has better he has much better talent. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just from a potential standpoint, this is – I think Pease is going to take advantage of this opportunity to be mm-hmm. able to show, like, hey, I know I had to skim things back last year from a playbook standpoint. However, with better players and uh, these players – these guys having a, a, a better understanding of what's going on and what they're supposed to do and where they're supposed to be mm-hmm. – um, you, you're gonna see you're gonna see that that sophomore leap in under Dean Pease's regime um, yes. defensively, and I, I have no doubt in my mind that that is going to go down. But yeah. what I have another no doubt that you're gonna come back right here on ATL Day Ones because guess what, the Atlanta Hawks they completed the draft, they done their thing, they got the they got AJ Griffin in you know in the first round and. Now it's time for free agency and trades. It's going down on Thursday. What will the Hawks do? We will discuss that next right here on ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and T, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Welcome back to ATL Day Ones. I am Tanitra Batiste, and welcome back, Jarvis Davis. We are so glad to have him back and so glad to have you guys back with us this week as well, getting us over 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. So keep subscribing, keep getting everybody to come to the page and like us and follow us. And of course, wherever you check out your podcasts on various platforms, go there, give us a five-star review because last week, we brought you five-star content and five-star guest hosts. And this week, we got our five-star host back in the building, Jarvis <laughs> Davis. So again, welcome back, my friend. It is a perfect time to come back because guess what? The NBA draft, it may be behind us, but there is still so much to talk about when it comes to the draft and the Hawks because, hey, free agency in the NBA, otherwise known as a real soap opera, is still just ahead. We're a couple of days away. And Jarvis, the buzz has remained 
with the Hawks. What are they actually going to do, especially after a quiet draft night, right? So mm -hmm. the, the assistant general manager, Landry Fields, talked about the fact, and he said, quote, we've been mandated to get better, and we want mm -hmm. to get better. And then our friend Chris Kirshner of The Athletic wrote, it's obvious that the Hawks view one of their pathways to getting better as trading Collins. Everyone expects it. He's done in Atlanta, according to one of Kirshner's sources who is close to JC. So when you put those things together, Jarvis, and you look at the fact that we're days away with, with, from the free agency frenzy, is there a move, one move, in your opinion, to make that can help the Hawks to get significantly better? Or is this about multiple moves that they're going to need to make to be able to get back to contending in the East? You know what? I, it, it, like I said, I, I think that, you know, I think there is one move to be made, right? Because we, talking about all the rumors about DeJounte Murray, I was reading those while I was on vacation. I was like, oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. Bring him in because, and two reasons why that one move would be a really good one is because mm -hmm. he's a two-way guy. He's a two-way yeah. player. He's a wing. You know, they have him listed as a point guard, but, mm -hmm. but of course he can play off the ball, you know, with given his size and, and stature and yes. being able to, you know, guard any guys. And he actually led the league in steals last year. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's committed to playing defense. Yes. And, and, and I think that we all know Landry Fields, the general manager of this team, new general manager of this team has has said it like there. There's a there's two things, right? The mandate, they have to be better. And then two. Yes. The only way they can do that is starting on the defense, defensive yeah. side. You know what I mean? So if they can handle those 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 two issues, having that off-ball guy that mm -hmm. can handle the rock and create his own shot and play defense, mm -hmm. I think that it's a no-brainer that that will make – that will help the, the Hawks out. Now, yeah, we all know that everybody else in the league knows that Deontay, Deontay Murray is a very good basketball player, right? So mm -hmm. they're going to be uh, – teams making phone calls and it, it's at the end of the day it's all about whether or not what type of package the the Hawks are going to be able to put together mm -hmm. to entice the Spurs you know what is, is John Collins do they want John Collins and mm -hmm. you know from, from what I've been reading it seems like you know that the Spurs are doing their homework on Collins so sure. it, you know, and then you you hear about, you know, Trey Young and, and mm -hmm. Murray wanting to play together, Murray up yeah. here. You know, yep. I you know how go, you know how I go into a rabbit hole. Like he's working out at, at New Life, what is the Sampson Center and all that joint right, and right. hooping over there. And I'm just like, man, it's about to happen. Mm -hmm. Like make this trade happen. happen right right. Now. Man, you know, so but I I but I think it's it, it's is but to answer your question, I think there is that one move to make, but you know, if they aren't able to find a two way guy and mm -hmm. somehow end up with Donovan Mitchell, who we know is not that that great of a defensive player, and they have to make that that secondary move to bring in somebody a wing to bring in a guy who's a defensive specialist. I think they can do that as well. But if if I had my druthers, I would mm -hmm. like for them to take care of that in that one move, and and that's bringing in a guy like Deontay Murray. Yes. Well, there was so much that you said in there that I want to unpack. But before we unpack that, Jarvis, tell our list, our audience rather, about Athletic Greens. I want to hear all about it, too. Well, as you all know, you know, and I know you've probably been looking at me and saying, you know what, man, Jarvis, man, starting to lose some weight, you know. And you're like, man, this dude's starting to look real good. He's starting to shape up. He's wearing tight shirts. You know, I've, I've gone down a, 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 a size in my, in my shirts now, and I'm wearing the muscle shirts. I'm showing off my things. I'm doing my thing, right? Because athletic greens is something that, that can help you get there, right? That's mm -hmm. helped me get there, you know what I mean? And when you talk about, 
you're not having time to work out and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And you don't want to take a whole bunch of pills and all that stuff. Right. Athletic Greens got you, right? They got you. They're going to take care of you. And you talk about like, okay, what's Athletic Greens, Jarvis, right? You know, mm -hmm. it's something that, you know, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfoods and probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right because that's what it's all about you have to get your day started you're starting off a little sluggish man what can i take what can i do to be able to get through this day and i think that that is something that is going to be able to after the greens is going to be able to help you do that right and and i think that you know the the main thing you know how a lot of people are going through the vegans and the paleo and the keto diets mm -hmm. well this is lifestyle friendly. This is going to help you. This is keto friendly. It's vegan friendly. It's paleo friendly. You know, it attains less than one gram of sugar, right? We talking about sugar intake and cutting that down. Everybody is trying to do those things in athletic threes. They got you. They got you. All right. But here's what you do. Like, okay, Keith Jarvis, how can I get involved? How can I do it, right? To make it easy, athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supportive and supporting vitamin D mm -hmm. and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mlb network again that athleticgreens.com slash mlb network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily national insurance go check out athletic greens yeah, it's an amazing option, Jarvis. Like you said, for those of us who can't get to the gym as much as we want to, this at least helps you to keep on your goal for fitness and getting back to good health. And hopefully the Hawks are going to stay on goal as well because they they are quite fastly, quickly approaching this free agency frenzy. And one of the things I want to talk about, because really going down the road of DeJounte Murray, it kind of is in one of the camps, if you will. I'll say we he, he kind of splits because he could go right. into the backcourt camp. Those who believe that Trey needs an ample partner in that backcourt who is really committed to defense. You talked about the fact that Murray leads the league in steals or led the league in steals last season. Of course, the Hawks saw it up front and personal as far as what he can do to you because he averaged 27 points, 13 assists, and nine rebounds in the games against the Hawks this season. I saw it on the floor, and I thought to myself, man, listen, it would be really nice if that guy was on the other side. But in my mind, I wish that was wishful thinking. Now it could become a reality. And one thing I will say as well is if we could get, if the Hawks can get Murray, they uh, the Spurs are looking for reportedly three first-round draft picks at this point. Right. Yeah. I said it last night. You and I have both been on Sports Extra on 11 Alive, so we know, you know we talk a little bit of sports with our girl Maria Martin, who was here with us last week, and I said it. If it means that you've got to go with a John Collins and you've got to give up an A.J. Griffin as much as you like him because low-key, he is committed to two-way play as well. You just didn't get to see his defense as much because of that injury uh, in with Duke last season. But if you've got to do that for a proven commodity like DeJounte Murray, I think you have to just give it up. I think you have to give up that first round pick as much as you hate to. Yes. But if that's on the table with John Collins, then you've got to go for that because low key, we haven't heard a lot of rumors about DeAndre Hunter or Anyaka Okongu being packaged. So there might be some possibility that the Hawks are kind of confident about what they have in that wing space. Can't really do anything with Clint Capella. So then that leaves you with somebody like a DeJounte Murray who could give you something in that backcourt. But there could be some others out there as well, because as you know, the Blazers were going after OG Ananobi hard, fast, and furious, and that deal fell through. So 
if he is still mm -hmm. on the tables and the, the table and the Raptors are willing to talk, who knows? A guy that also <laughs> sometimes single-handedly destroyed the Hawks might actually be on the other side next Ooh. season. On the other side for the culture. We got a little anniversary coming up that we want to tell you guys about. And if you want to hear about how it all started and how it's going, come back on the other side for ATL Day One. Final segment of ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitri. Want to thank you for rocking with us throughout the entire show. I just want to say, I know everybody has mentioned this already, but I got to mention it because I just really, really am thankful for you all because you guys got us over 2,000 subscribers. I think we're at 2,100 now. You guys are just rocking with us throughout the entire time. And if you haven't subscribed to us, what are you waiting on my goodness you are late i'm not gonna but you, however you st still got time just go ahead and go to our youtube go to youtube.com type in the search box locked on sports atlanta and we will pop right up when any one of those videos you can do atl day ones you can go hitting hard with john chuckery a to z with mark zeno hit that subscribe button wherever you go and because we got a lot of good stuff here right just for you because this is why we do it we do it for you we do it for you and we just want to say thank you thank you thank you for continuing to you know support us and what we got going on right here on locked on sports atlanta now t mm -hmm. this is for the culture it is the intersection between sports entertainment and the culture and whatever the heck we want to talk about just just because that's just how we get down that's what we are that's what we do and I don't know about you, T, but, you know, again, I didn't get a chance to kind of, you know, jump, chime in on the, on the NBA Finals after they concluded. But I think that there is still a little meat on the bone because you sent me this very, very good video of Steph Curry talking about, when, you know, talking about his career when he first came into the league, when mm -hmm. they had the Warriors had those ugly uniforms, you know, the orange and the star, dark orange and blue and right you know they you know they had all the you know just was just just really dealing as far as what they want to do as far as an organization but mm -hmm. Steph Curry was a guy that kind of you know saw he spoke what he what he wanted to do like he's talking about winning multiple championships and and the conversations that kind of made my stomach hurt a little bit during the finals where, where people were like oh he has to win the finals MVP in order yeah. to be considered one of the best of all time which is total yeah. crap and here's why, and I'm gonna knock that out right now, and I wanna I wanna get your thoughts as well. When you have a guy, Steph Curry came into the league, mm -hmm. when you have a guy that changes the way the best the game of basketball is played, yes. like he's the reason why bigs have to be able to switch on everybody and guard everybody on the court, one through five. And and teams are and it's okay for guys like Trey Young and John ja Morant mm -hmm. to take these long behind three-pointers, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he made that okay. He made that like, okay, all right, you pull in front of a logo, but, you know, we prefer you not do that, but okay, since Steph is doing it and they compared you to Steph when you came into the league, mm -hmm. I guess it's okay. But I think that, you know, when you have a guy like Steph and, and what he's accomplished, what he's been able to accomplish, four championships, mm -hmm. you know, changing the way the game is played and the way – all the youngsters that have become behind him, the, the way they the way they play and how they've played the game and stretching yeah. the floor beyond half court, almost. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I think that you have to have him in the conversation as a top fifteen player of all time. 
I also think that what makes him arguably top 15 of all time is the other areas that he doesn't get a lot of credit for. Right. When you watch a Warriors game, one of the most beautiful things is to see Steph Curry do a backdoor cut. He right. moves so fluidly without the ball. And oh, that is yes. a beautiful, beautiful thing to see because when he's moving without the ball, that's getting it going for everybody on that court. It, so, so I wanted to point out that part of his game. The other piece is this, because of course we know a lot of these top 15 conversations are about comparisons, right? right. And how you can attempt to make an apples to apples comparison across generations. Very difficult to do, by the way, because the game, like you said, he's he's changed the way the game is played. The game is played differently across generations. But my mind did go to Michael Jordan and the fact that we're talking about a guy who waited seven long years to get his first championship, right? Right. But then we're talking about a guy who also, once he got it, two three-peats and did those two three-peats with a different set and a different cast of characters other than Scottie Pippen. Right. right. So right. you had iterations of Steve Kerr coming in and out, BJ Armstrong coming in and out, Dennis Robin coming in and out. You had different uh, bigs, if you will, uh, that he he played with from a Luke Longley uh, to all the Bill other Cartwright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bill Cartwright. Yep. I was yeah. like, I'm looking at his face. I can't think of his name, but a Bill Cartwright. And then but he's still able to get it done. I look at that same space with Steph Curry. Right. Mm-hmm. Other than Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, yes, that's his big three. But there have cool, been moving yep. parts all along. And so one time it's Kevin Durant, you know, and he might get the 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 finals MVP, or it might be Andre Iguodala, and he might get the, the finals MVP. So two things: number one, he, like Michael Jordan, had different a different cast of characters along this four title ride, right? Mm-hmm. But he's been the mainstay. He's been the steady, and don't go with just what he did in the finals round. Let's talk about what he did throughout the postseason of each of those runs and all the runs that even got him to the NBA finals, right? And you will see consistent performance. And you'll also see from Steph Curry, a guy who not only was able to do it with a different cast of characters and do it at a high level, but also continuing to evolve his game based on whatever defense has tried to do. And that's a very unique and I think underrated aspect of his game that I just wanted to t- throw out there. And finally, miss me with that MVP finals. Right. Because yeah. offense, because I like Iggy as a player. I liked him back in the Sixers days and, and love the fact that he's back with the Warriors. But mm-hmm. real talk, that guy got MVP finals. And okay, what? Whatever. I mean, let, let's not predicate it on that because Andre Iguodala was an MVP finalist, if you will. And he's one of the players in that entire roster but you want to talk about players in a certain space right mm. you want to talk about BlueNile.com. why because like steph curry is an original they are an original to the original online jeweler to what they call high income adults 100 grand are more six figures is mm. primarily male 25 <laughs> to get engaged or gift find jewelry but hey really it's any audience that wants to buy from that consumer. And it's I think it's really interesting because so much is going online and you're still able to get a high quality product. So you mm-hmm. can make that special moment with your special someone sparkle. And basically our listeners, our Locked On Sports Atlanta listeners, you guys get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusively 
includes engagements. Again, use that code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured. Insured, you ship free. It arrives in discreet packaging. And that's important because you know how we have these people who kind of sit around and wait around for packages these days. Not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen for you. So just go to bluenile.com and you can get all the details about this amazing original online offering just for you guys. Yeah. And speaking of special, you know, this is a special day because, you know, for the culture, this segment is branded this way, right? You know, but we, you know, used to do a podcast before we started this one. And it is the anniversary of when we actually started doing a podcast together. So, you know, you guys have been rocking with us since we started here at Locked On Sports Atlanta. But we definitely want to acknowledge that, hey, we've been doing this thing. We've been yeah. we've been getting our groove. They're like, you guys have such great chemistry. It's the reason why. Because right. we've been doing this thing for, well, I think well, at least three I like I think yeah. it's for three years, three yeah, years, three years, three, yep. three years in the running, and you know, including you know, a locked on Sports Atlanta right here. So we just want to take a little time to acknowledge that not only uh, you can get some specials and, and and get some deals and acknowledge a special moment as far as with with Blue Nile, but we want to acknowledge a special moment with for the culture. Jarvis Davis and Tanitra Batiste, we've been rocking with each other, you know, and it's it just been, it's just been a beautiful thing. And to you know, I, I hope to, I, I wish to many, many, many more years of yes. doing this thing together. Absolutely, because like you said, we started off with a show back in our days at Clark Atlanta University. Had a studio show there, and then COVID shut that down. But Jarvis and I wanted to keep moving, so we would go. You know, we went IG for a little while. Uh, we also did another stream through YouTube and just kind of kept that mo that momentum going. And then, of course, we had our show on 92.9 The Game together. But all of those pieces really have led to this wonderful opportunity here with Lockdown Sports Atlanta. So, yeah, we've been rocking together for a couple years now. You guys have been rocking with us for all that time. And we appreciate you. And keep on rocking with us and telling other people about us as your first stop. And then as the second stop, tell them to check out Hitting Hard with John Checkery. That's another one of our guys who's been supportive with got. us from day one and who's a part of this amazing Locked On Sports Atlanta family. So thanks again, guys, for stopping by. And tomorrow, we are going to have some more conversation about the Braves, kind of previewing what's going to happen when they head up to Philly for that three-game series. And who knows? It's a soap opera in the NBA all day, every day, getting up to free agency frenzy. So we might have some conversation about that, too. You guys have a great afternoon, and thanks again for sticking around. Y'all come back now, you hear?